So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers. Welcome to Hosers. My name is Chris Killingsworth. Joining me as always is my co-host Carter Lupel. What's going on, Carter? How's it going, Chris? It's going good. And joining us for a late night spicy episode is our friend Danny Wilson. What's uh, up, Danny? Uh, cheers. What, you, what is it? Hockey savant Danny yeah. Wilson. <laughs> I've been birthed onto the rink. Uh, I didn't strap into skates until I was about 23. Oh, that's okay. Me neither. <laughs> yep. But... Uh, <laughs> We're, uh, yeah, we're recording a podcast. It's late on a, on a Friday evening. We're going to be, uh, yeah, diving into a little bit of hockey stuff, but I think tonight's episode is mostly just going to be fun, uh, cause Danny's with us and, uh, yeah, we, uh, we, t- we tend to have a little bit of fun. Carter's in town for the weekend. We're selling a, selling a, celebrating a birthday tomorrow. Selling a birthday tomorrow. For Rob. So that'd be pretty exciting. But uh, what did you guys think of the, the Top Gun intro? I liked it. It's pretty topical, I thought. Um, what I thought was really interesting about the game last night is when uh, the Jets beat Nashville, they played Danger Zone <laughs> in the background. Or, you know what, now that I think about it, I don't know if it was Danger Zone or if it was the song from the beginning of the movie. It's like kind of an instrumental I don't remember. I don't know. Danny, yo, you got something to say. Are you holding back, man? No, I don't know. <laughs> You're going to call me a fucking nerd or something? No, I wasn't. It was... Can I get edited out? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you for having some self-restraint. Uh, so, Carter, before you got here, Danny and I had just been hanging out for a few hours. Um, and he was talking about the part of the movie when Goose dies. Have you seen Top Gun before? I haven't seen Top Gun in many years, but I've seen Top Gun. It's honestly the greatest movie of all. Fun fact about Top Gun, I've never seen it to completion. Really? I've started it, I've caught it thirdsies to the endsies, but I've never seen that middle meet. Oh, you've seen thirdsies to the endsies? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was trying to think of like, the plot of the movie. Basically, Maverick, Tom Cruise. Uh, short. There's a, guy named, short. there's a guy named Cougar, and Cougar has like an anxiety attack at the beginning of the movie. And I don't care remember if he dies or not, but he like doesn't make the right decision. I thought Goose died. No, Goose dies. <laughs> but anyways, great movie. Um, I uh, had been surveying people at work today. I told you about uh, if we were going to do like a Q&A episode. It's kind of light right now, obviously, with the playoffs. Um, you know, in effect, there's not a lot of other huge news that's going on. So I was asking people at work who I know listen to it, like, oh, do you have any questions? And, and I can answer the questions. One of the questions I got from somebody I work with is, who picks the intro music and why? Um, well, Chris just goes to fucking Rush or April Wine, and <laughs> that's about it. That's kind of my move, yeah. I try and pick, like, a funny classic rock song that I like, and April Wine is kind of my go-to. Well, it used to be all Canadiana, didn't it? Now it's branched out. Yeah, I mean, I think we've kind of, like, mixed it up a little bit. I know last week when we had Corey Snyder on the episode, we played uh, we played the Scorpions, Rock You Like a Hurricane, which I didn't know this. Danny, did you know that they were a German band? Uh, I did not, but did you know that Lou Bega, the guy who sings Mambo Number no. 5, is German? <laughs> no, really? I did not know that. If you Wikipedia him right now, he was born in Berlin. Wow. There you go. So, German. Quick little throwback to your uh, ancestors. I'll take it. Ger- yeah. Germany gave us scorpions and Lubecka. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes all at once, if you're lucky. But, anyways, uh, what I thought was really interesting about. Fuck, what we're talking about. Music. Scorpions, yeah. right. Is. Uh, 
Yeah, I basically just pick a song that's like on a classic rock playlist that I'm listening to on my way to work. That's the answer to that question. So thank you to from Barry. So we only know Rock 95. Pretty much. I mean, it is the greatest radio station. But um, another thing that I thought was really funny about that whole thing. I don't know. Did I ever tell you the April Wine story? I feel like I may have told it on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. About the Kempenfeld Bay fight that happened when they played. No, but if I I don't think I said it on the podcast. I think you and I have talked about it before, but I don't think we've I've talked about is it, it on the is podcast. It a podcast story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, fine. Okay. I'll give you like the Coles notes. So basically, you guys all know April Wine's like one of my favorite bands. I was basically raised on that fucking band, and my mom, who uh, works at the local school here, sent me a text one time and said April Wine is playing at Georgian College in the auditorium. I bought eight tickets. Like, <laughs> we're going. It's like, uh, it was basically me. Bring the block. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, she bought tickets for my whole family. Um, and then there was one extra ticket. So I brought our friend Emmett with us. And April Wine played in the auditorium at the school, which was unlike anything I've ever seen. If you've ever sat in basically a lecture hall and watched a band, there's not a lot going on. But what was their set list? Oh, they played all the hits. They played oh, for so a just while. Of the Gypsy Queen? Uh, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, they played like so Ooh, of the Gypsy Ooh What a Night. Great song. Couldn't tell you anything from that uh, song. Could have been a lady. That's a pretty popular the one. Man is but, dead. Sides <laughs> of the Gypsy Queen is a pretty good song. But anyways, there's this little boy who was opening, and he like just played the piano, and he was basically like just playing like these really thoughtful songs on the piano whatever and then Emmett like kind of like kind of nudges me and goes man this fuck this song fucking sucks and he said it loud enough that the people behind us heard and were like not impressed and then afterwards he like pulls the mic down and he goes that song was for my mom she passed away about two months ago Should we using real names in the story? <laughs> yeah. But basically, and I was like horrified, right? Like I was genuinely. My mom's name's on these tickets. Yeah, basically. She works here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then we watched the uh, the rest of the show, and it was fine. But the people behind us, we're not <laughs> impressed. Okay, what's your story about there being a fight? It's not nearly as fun, but um, April Wine played Kempenfest. I think three summers ago. So let me preface this. April Wine plays Barry probably once a month. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only place they can get Yeah. Uh, basically, <laughs> April Wine, uh, Kim Mitchell. The Trues. The Trues. Uh, Sam Roberts? He's, he's, Bug Cherry plays here oh, remarkably yeah. a weird amount. Regardless. Okay. <laughs> so uh, April Wine is playing. Um, it's on the bay. It's like a $10 show, but... They weren't actually checking tickets, so you could just, like, walk in. Yeah. Uh, and I guess two fathers were very drunk, and they got <laughs> basically just got into a fight. But it was weird because they both looked like the same person. They both had <laughs> Oakley's white T-shirts, denim shorts, and, like, huge uh, flip-flops. And that's really the story was that was more entertaining than hearing signs of the Gypsy Queen. <laughs> thing about April Wine... It's just Riley DeBilo fighting Riley DeBilo. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I like about April Wine is that... And, and we talked about it before, like, with that David Wilcox story. I've been to a David Wilcox concert where people got into a huge fucking fight. It's weird how much people like to fight to... April songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you listen to the lyrics, they're all pretty, like... Tonight is a wonderful time. Yeah, bench brawl the patio <laughs> And then you got people fucking fighting. Oh, I don't know. Anyways. Different era. It's the way it goes. So um, I have in my notes here to segue to Top Gun is the reason that I joined Air Cadets when I was younger. Oh, my God. Do you do we want to go into that? Right. I think we're probably going to I mean, just... thought you were flying up. The mental yeah. image of me walking by a young Chris Killingsworth <laughs> trying to sell poppies outside of Walmart is... <laughs> And me just looking the other way as I walk into the store is good enough for me. You know, Duncan Douglas. (laughs) So I was in Air Cadets for literally like two years and I went to camp the two summers and I'm sure, I know my mom listens, so I like can't be too bad on this, but I basically did it for her. Like that's the whole reason I was in Air Cadets was to make my mom happy. Oh my God. Anyways. (laughs) Uh... 
so yeah, that was it. Basically, my last day at camp when I was in Air Cadets, we watched Top Gun in an auditorium, and it was basically like the end of the movie. It's just like people hollering at the screen. Oh my god! Like, go get him, Top Gun! Get him, Maverick! How old are you? Uh, I was in grade seven or grade eight. So what type of raw? Prebubescent testosterone was just flowing <laughs> through that room. It was just like flew into the sunset. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, just, and the weird thing is, is that uh, this is like so random, but uh, the night before they had like a dance. Yeah. And Top Gun dance. Top Gun, yeah. It was basically. They just played, you know, the one song in Top Gun, like, fuck, how does it go? Not Danger Zone. Uh, The one that's like, take my breath away. That's the one. Um, But anyways, there was the weirdest thing about this dance is it was all like air cadets and we're literally in our cadets Canada gear. I want to see how baggy your pipe leg jeans <laughs> they probably no, would they're like fitted they're like a it's oh, like a fitted probably went all the way. you probably couldn't even see your shoes <laughs> first off their boots straight down right over your second boots. off my grandfather would always polish them for me because I was so bad at polishing my boots but that's a thing right like when you're in yeah. cadets your stuff has to be there's a soldier pressed yeah you yeah. have to and you have to look you know the part but anyways so we're at this dance and there's like just normal music playing and this is the first time that I ever heard System of a Down because some one of the kids like requested it and it's all these like people like cadets like dancing like having fun and then all you hear is wake up it's <laughs> <laughs> just like what the fuck is that? yeah this is great I don't think you trust. But anyways, um, I just thought that shit was so funny when I was younger. I don't know why, but anyway, um, let's probably get into a little bit of hockey. You say anyway. 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 We should probably talk about hockey here. We don't want to lose any of the uh, the listeners and me talking about any of our core fans. Well, we do have a few of them. Shout out to the people who've been listening from Sweden. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Oh, the, the chefs have been listening from Sweden. <laughs> Thank you for the most controversial Muppet character. <laughs> yeah, yeah Prob- problematic. Nerfty, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, did you watch the game last night? I fell asleep halfway through the third. Yeah. What were well, your like takeaways while you were watching well, they it? They already though? packed it into the third. Pretty like, well. Yeah. I think like them announcing Mike Fisher wasn't going to be playing like just before the game. Like yeah. What a huge mental edge, like, that you give the Jets, like, right off the bat. Yeah, and I think, like, Bufflin wasn't supposed to play either, but he ended up playing. Yeah. um, Which I thought was good. The thing that I thought that was really kind of... You you saw it in the first little bit, is them pulling Rene so early into the game. I thought was... Absolutely crazy. Like, you don't pull after two goals. Like, that's... Well, and they were, like, pretty... Like, they, they were pretty... I would say soft goals yeah. like you know well the one goal like kind of went over his shoulder and he tried to catch it like but I, I don't know like I think UC Saros is great I said it on yeah. an earlier episode but like I fully expect Saros to be the starter this time next year yeah. with Rene getting a little bit older and, and Saros playing well but I also thought like they couldn't get a pass out of their own zone um yeah, I just felt like it was... It was a weird... Well, like, you don't pull your goalie after two goals. Like, that's like stubbing your toe and be like, well, Doc, cut it off. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. it's fucking useless. <laughs> like, yeah, and... You put and, a bit more faith in the ecosystem than that. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, the one thing that I think's been fun for people is, like, when there's games in Nashville, you know, all of, like, the chance that they have, um, you know, whether it's basically, you know... For example, there's a minute left in the period and everybody says, thank you, Paul. Or like whenever they score a goal, like, oh, your fault, oh, your fault, all that stuff. You thought that it would like maybe stack up against Winnipeg being in Nashville's barn. Uh, But you saw a guy like Shifley who just continued to light it up in Nashville. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's looking pretty good. I, I felt really confident about... Uh, the Jets beating Nashville. They were like my pick that has kind of made it all the way through so far. Um, but yeah, the Predators couldn't get a pass. Like, yeah. I don't think to save their life. Did you notice that? Absolutely. Like, even the one goal that they got in the first period to like, I thought like that the Jets were going to sneak away with like a, like a two goal lead heading out of the first. But like when, as soon as the Preds closed it, like closed the gap at the end of the first, 
I thought that would be kind of like the TSN turning point. Yeah. Because like that's this scary to go into the like out of the first period with a two like, two goal deficit, mm-hmm. and then as soon as they scored that goal, I was like, well, that's it. They like completely like hit the mental edge on the Jets. The whole game's going to be the Preds from here on in, and then it seems like the Preds just fell from the top. Yeah. Like it was they couldn't do that. Like one goal was their only like shining moment in the whole game. Yeah. And the rest of it just kind of flowed like it was. They could yeah. get anything going. And I think, too, like, if you think about what people perceive to be a risk with Stastny and that trade that happened, um, he's been money. Yeah. For a first-round pick, I at first was kind of thinking, like, eh, I don't know about that, but he's played so well. Um, and I think it's going to have larger imp- implications for that team, too, because, you know, you always hear about how players don't want to go to Winnipeg. They're not going to get success in Winnipeg as a free agent. Yeah. And I think, you know, Stastny waiving his no trade clause to come over like I, th- I think that that was a pretty big deal and yeah it'll be interesting but um Danny and I were watching the Capitals and uh Tampa game did you have anything that you wanted to just quickly touch on about um either the Boston and Tampa series or the Capitals and Penn series um I'm happy Ovi moved on yes like, me too that's crazy like that Ovech like because you're you never know what's going to happen. Like, if you follow, like, the, the line of Datsuk, like, Datsuk, like, as soon as his contracts were up, he went back to go play at home in Russia where he was more comfortable, right? Yeah. And so you wonder if Ovechkin, like, he's got so much gas in the tank, you wonder if he's going to try and, like, elongate his life in the NHL or if he's going to go back home. And, like... I can't see him going... Like, I think he will end up going home. And, I mean, he is getting older just in the terms of what you know what people consider to be an older player now but um it feels like he got the monkey off his back um, absolutely and and that was positive danny you were saying something about it earlier too uh you want to add to this buddy i forget did you write down what i said i've been drinking you have been drinking you want another high life bud i'm still chooching this one just I need- <laughs> on the topic of high life danny's got me on the miller it's high the life champagne train. Beers. it's so good Brought to you by Miller Highlight, the champagne and beers. Um, uh, I am, like Carter said, a hockey uh, enthusiast. I know every stat about every player. Um, as, as discussed. Yeah, just ask me. Just ask me about any, any fictional number you can think of, and it's correct. Yeah. And, Who's uh, your favorite player that wore 69, was it? Is that Doug Glad from Goon? I was just curious to see what you think. You're like, uh, from the fictional movie that was shot in Barry. Uh, yeah. Goon 2 was shot in Barry. I tried to be an extra. So did I. Yeah. I um, yeah. What I was saying was, I'm definitely, uh, I think this is Ovechkin's year. I want it to be his year. Yeah, me too. I think there's probably no one else in the league more deserving as far as like just longevity and amount of work put in that deserves it more than him. Yeah. And he's funny. Yeah. Oh, he's so funny. <laughs> Dude, all this shit with him swearing in his pressers. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's so funny. Like he swears and like doesn't even try and hide it. No. Uh, and I know Kuznetsov has been doing that a little bit as well, which I just I think is funny because you know he speaks English, but I think sometimes he, he can kind of like play that this isn't my you know native tongue yeah. card a little bit which I always thought was funny but yeah I feel the same way Danny like I feel like I'm excited for Ovechkin to go further um I think the Capitals are going to beat Tampa Bay yeah absolutely um I just think that you know it's funny I I, I think Tampa is actually actually a deeper team um yeah. but I think that Holtby's the better goalie and Holtby's been playing a lot better did you see what I tagged you in today uh yeah. So I love memes. Yeah, we know. We all do. Who doesn't? Um and it was a picture of Braden Holtby smiling and then like a vignette of him like looking down all concerned and it was like when you make it past the pens finally, but remember you you have to play against Kucherov. <laughs> that Kucherov goal though, like I don't know. I feel like it might I think it might work in regular season or, or at yeah. the All-Star game. I don't know if it if it works in the playoffs. But, yeah, I mean, we can quickly go over go through that. I think the Capitals are going to win. Um, yeah, I'm I feeling so really good well. about it. Um, and as far as Boston and Tampa goes, I watched, but I was not as invested in that series, to be honest. I, I didn't watch too much of it. Just because I hate Marshawn. Like, I, I wanted to see what kind of shit he would get up to. Yeah. And... As much as I'm not a Boston fan, I enjoyed watching 
Pasternak play, like, McAvoy plays good defense, even though they've been crying a bit about the refs lately. Yeah. Like, I didn't like that. Like, you you lost. Like, yeah. swallow it, you've lost. Like, yeah. Do you know the worst thing about Marchand? Marchand? Yeah. Either or. Call me, call me. Uh, every time I've ever said I don't like him, someone else goes, "Well, he's just doing his job really well." <laughs> or, or you'd or like him like, if he was on your team. No, oh, exactly. yeah. <laughs> it's like I hate that. Like, just don't be a, a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, and he's a dirty hockey guy. What yeah. diseases is he carrying on that tongue? That he's licking. <laughs> well, when he with, when there's one angle I saw of the photo uh, of him licking Ryan Callahan, oh. and it looks like his tongue got. In his like mustache, oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of right on his top he was, gum. He was trying to play tonsil hockey. Yeah, it was so <laughs> fucked. Very topical. Good job, Danny. Thank you, um, hockey expert Danny. <laughs> they like Tampa nailed it when like they came out in the press release and they're like, "That's the same as spitting on someone." Like it's yeah. Oh, what John Cooper was saying. John yeah. Cooper, sorry. Yeah, and, like complete disrespect. Like it's, I don't know. It's I don't know that that's like a new one in hockey for me. Like yeah. You felt it with Sean Avery when he's waving the stick in front of, like, a legacy goalie, like Broder. <laughs> like, that Avery. was... But it was okay with Sean Avery because he couldn't fucking move the puck. Like, he right. was... He was kind Yeah, he was, like, a yeah. C-list. Well, but that was kind of, like, his role, though. That yeah. was... He, and his for role his was, role, he did a pretty good he job, He was a I shit disturber. That was his role. Yeah. Marshawn's role is to put up numbers, and he d- does it well. But he's a fucking idiot in every other... Yeah, I think the thing with Marshawn, to be honest, like, he's so good. That's the thing. <laughs> That's like, the thing. Like, he's he, so good that he doesn't need to be a pest. Yeah. But, like, But he I can be know. a pest in other ways. Like, if you watch him play, like, he's gritty and, like, he's kind of, like, that old world, like, nasty, like, corner, like, digging yeah, the hockey. Yeah, digs, yeah. But he, like, you can be a pest in that way and be so respected in the league. Like, you don't have to go do all this other shitty stuff and so like Marshawn's gonna dig himself out of a big hole after these playoffs well and I I think we're just so used to this like narrative where it's like him doing something bad and then being like you know I've gotta be better and it just seems like this redemption arc that like never fully comes is you know and then some of the shit that I saw on Twitter, although I will say it was really funny when Montreal like made a comment about how you can't lick on the golf course. Oh, they, they haven't been in the playoff race since October. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But then I thought like Marshawn was taking a couple like shots at a couple of like uh, Eric Engels, who's a Sportsnet writer. Yeah, you know, making fat jokes and shit, which is not cool. No. But I, I I don't know. I, I can't really justify it. I just I'm, I'm at a point where I'm like at peace saying like. When he says he's going to be better, we know he's not coming yeah. back better. Well, a great hockey player, but he's not going to elevate, like as a person. Someone <laughs> that like, makes sense. Someone photoshopped a photo of him like licking, like this, <laughs> and it was like him basically licking the edge of the screen. <laughs> it was like a word bubble. Like I need help. Oh <laughs> my god! Speaking uh, of uh, fat shaming. Is, uh, I wasn't ready for that segue, but is, I'll take it. Is Phil Kessel still playing? Or? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is he still in Pittsburgh? Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I actually had in the notes here to talk about Kessel. So how Danny, many, how, many, uh, how many goals did he have? Like 81 last season? Or that's what? what number he wears. 81. Maybe. Oh, that's maybe regressive. That's, that, that's, that's how many, He wears that number because that's how many hot dogs he can crush in his So <laughs> here's the thing with Kessel is they said that he was injured, which makes sense because he did not look like himself. But injured, he sat down. He sat down, okay, he sat down too long at the man to do all the injured. You guys know that Phil Kessel is one of my favorite players. I do. No matter what, he's one of my top five. Like I, he's got to be. I don't know if I put him in my top five, but I definitely put him in my top ten. What Cooper's call? <laughs> What's Cooper want? I don't know. Should, should, should we take it on speakerphone? That's, Tell him we're recording and he can't say anything bad. We're recording. You can't say anything bad. Hey, Coop, you're live on the show. Is there anything you wanted to add? Yeah, I just want to say that uh, Obi can that guy in the line two minutes ago. Okay, hold on, hold on. But you got to hold it closer to the microphone. Hear me? Talk a little louder. Go ahead. <laughs> you're frozen. Okay. I'll, I'll be home a little later. <laughs> I love that he... FaceTime you to say something about Ovechkin, which is kind of funny that we're <laughs> on that topic. But anyways, with Castle, he's injured, and I heard it proposed somewhere that they may look at trading him in the offseason. But, like, if you look at how much life he's brought to the Pittsburgh team, yeah. like, he brought them out of the Dark Ages. <laughs> like it's Well, that and, like, 
he still has an elite skill set. He's still an elite skater. He's got one of the best shots in the league. And if you need to move from like a salary perspective because of how much money he's making, that part I can at least kind of understand. But if you can afford to bring in a guy like Derek Broussard, who's just playing on your third line, yeah. why can't you find a way to keep Kessel? Exactly. And then if you look at like the terror that like Gino Crosby and Kessel put on this year, like why would you like try and redirect that train or like kick somebody off of it? Yeah, absolutely. I just got a notification. Capitals won game one. Good job. Um, yeah, I, I like. I, this just sounds so stupid, but if there is a way to make it work so that Kessel could come back and be on a line with Matthews or something, like, oh my no problem. I always trade for Kessel in NHL video games. Well, may, maybe with this new move. What new move? With Toronto's new GM. We oh, play. yeah. I guess we should probably get into Dubis, eh? If, uh, if I can make one metaphor, though. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to hear it. It's like when Fat Bastard in Austin Powers 3 Gold <laughs> Member became a champion sumo wrestler. Is how, and he got traded from Dr. Evil to help Austin Powers. That's maybe a scenario we're looking at. I mean, you're not wrong. I, Carbs are the enemy. I, I saw this thing on Twitter that said that Mike Myers wants to do another Austin Powers. Oh, his last movie was the fucking Love Guru. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he wants to do he it from Doctor Evil's perspective. Oh my god! I never saw the Love Guru, which is weird because it's a hockey movie. Yeah, but none of us have because we're all still alive. Anyone who's seen that movie is was no it really with that us. bad. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I got like ten minutes in, and that was yeah. it. really. Eh? It was worse than uh, "Don't Mess with the Zohan." I ah. don't mind that movie. <laughs> I don't mind "Don't Mess with the Zohan." Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> like it's not like. Here's the thing about Adam Sandler. He made some great movies that are like movies of all all three of us. Like collectively, our childhood was Adam Sandler movies. But, like, the money that he's making through Netflix, regardless if the movies are shitty or not... Yeah, he doesn't care. The guy's still getting a paycheck, but so like, I kind of respect the hustle. I don't care about how much Adam Sandler makes... I want him to care about how much he makes me laugh. No, that's very thought-provoking. <laughs> that's my boy's that's, a great that's movie. That's his best movie in 20 That's my boy's a great movie. <laughs> Guaranteed his best movie in Anyway, speaking of That's My Boy, Kyle Dubas today was announced uh, Toronto Maple Leafs GM, which we all kind of expected. He's yeah. The young guy was the same glasses as me. He is. There you're you right. Danny, Danny, you're firing Danny. all cylinders I today. got my tires changed, and the news was showing that footage over and over again. <laughs> there you go. Go buy a lot of ticket, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I got fire. Like $60 million tonight. It's so baby. funny because I was literally thinking, like, oh, man, the episode tonight's going to be so off the rails because I knew Danny was going to be here and we'd be drinking, but then I thought more about it, and I was like... Yeah, he'll do good. He'll be fine. I'm a good soccer. I got the gift of gab. No, I know that. But uh, did I ever tell you the Kyle Dubas story about me and Craig kind of meeting him at the Molson Center? No. Did I t- tell you this story? I don't even know who Kyle Dubas is. What was he known new, for? New GM for the but like, That's what he's doing now. What was he doing? What got he was the assistant position? GM, and then he was the GM of the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. Is the GM role just more of a accountant role, or uh, no, no? They got a guy called Brandon Pridham who does all their uh, bookkeeping, from my understanding. But like, what does the GM do? If the Leaf, like, say the Leafs were like a vertical business, the GM would be like the CEO. Of yeah, kind yeah. yeah. So basically, like, but, like what is what is the coach is obviously in charge of the players and how they're doing. Yeah, but the once GM, they have the players, the GM would would like so, acquire the pl- like the players. You know, oh, so he's the hiring guy. No, like so he's sort of he's I like the president, and yeah. then well, the no, coach is the master in chief. Brendan Shanahan's the president, <laughs> so if we're uh, gonna okay, do so, it, okay, we so got it's president, master in chief, sergeant, like kind of, yeah. In any chief, case, Halo. Kyle Dubas, <laughs> you're right, Halo Three. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God, you also <laughs> the new uh, Philadelphia Eagles linebacker, like this big, huge boy, like the yeah. rookie. He did Halo in the shower. He did the Halo. Oh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. It's a great video. I've seen it. Oh, you've seen yeah. it? Oh, oh he's God. in the shower. It was the... Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Shout out to the Eagles. You don't deserve to win. No. And that Super Bowl win was a fluke. All right, continuing on. <laughs> so, Kyle do this. Yes. Uh, so, earlier this year, uh, Craig had tickets. Craig Blankhorn. Love, love you, big guy. 
he um, he had tickets to go see the Colts, so him and I went, and we were. I was getting a beer. We were just like waiting to go sit down. Oh, 12 bucks. Yeah. 12 bucks. Yeah. Barry Molson. I know. Well, aggressive pricing. So Kyle Dubas was just standing there in his just beautiful glory. Same glasses as Danny. And he was talking to these like not older people, but like people old enough probably to be his parents. So anyways, Craig and I like creepily waited around and him and I like crushed a poutine, like a large one between the two of us. And we're just, like, waiting for him to stop talking to these people so we can, like, say hello. So creep in. Yeah, creep yeah. in, basically. And then he had to, like, walk away abruptly. And he was probably, like, 20 feet from us. And once he got caught on that we were, like, waiting for him to, like, stop talking, he covered his... He had, his hand, like, his phone in his hand and he's speaking into it. And then he was covering his mouth what he was saying on the phone. <laughs> once um, we realized... <laughs> Fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Probably calling his security detail. And anyways, the people who he was talking to ended up being his like childhood neighbors who had come because we were watching Sault Ste. Marie play against Barry. And anyways, I almost met him. He's gorgeous in real life, like he is on TV, and he probably thought I was stalking him. It's and like that's my Tracy Morgan story. <laughs> That's a great story. It's so, it's so sad. I'm so mad about it still. Did you hear the Tracy no. Morgan? Oh, it's great. Okay. Danny, please. Uh, so I'm in New York in January, and I'm at a uh, shoe store yeah. called Flight Club. And Not to be confused with Fight Club. Yes. Uh, there's an L in that fight. <laughs> um, and I walk in, and I'm, I brought a lot of money to New York, so I'm like, I'm buying a, like, a cool pair of shoes that I can't get like anywhere else. Whatever. Did you buy the New York City... Up tempos. I did not, but okay. they were there. Um, so I walk in, and when you walk into this place, it's like a huge hallway in front of you, but it's like a super wide, it's just like a super long room. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the, your immediate left, and then there's another super long room, like, parallel with it. And in that second room, they have all, like, they're, like, crazy, like, $60,000 $60, shoes, like, all that crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking in, and I walk up to the wall where all, like, the regular price shoes are, the stuff I can afford, and I look to my right... And there's just Tracy Morgan standing right there. And he's, he's with, like, one of the workers, and they have, like, an iPad, and they're, like, going through all the shoes he's wanting. He's writing them all down. He's, like, pointing at shoes. He's, like, that size 12, that size 12, that size 12. And I immediately kind of, like, register what's going on, and I start freaking out. And my girlfriend, I go, like, I need to ask him for a photo. Like, oh, my God, that's Tracy Morgan. And she goes, look, look around. She goes, this is a cool store. No one's bothering him. Like, don't ask him for a photo. Don't be that guy because you still want to buy shoes. You still want to be like an okay looking guy after. So I go, you're right. You're right. Absolutely right. Okay. <laughs> so I repress all this energy I'm having. Uh, and then I go buy my shoes. By the time I am like, basically I get my shoes. So I know like at this point on, it doesn't matter what these people think of me. Yeah. So I'm going to find Tracy Morgan. And at that point he's out the door sold. He bought like 16 oh. pairs of shoes, dropped $60,000 and then he was gone. Jeez. But it was close. It was and I'm sure he was thinking to himself, like, who the fuck is this kid just staring at me <laughs> from across the room? He's probably room. like, that was Danny Wilson, vocalist from prison. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even get a photo with him. Yeah. They're like, isn't that the guy that played the keyboard in that one Christian metal band? Uh, Old Barry? City, thank you, yes. Thank you. Uh, Carter was yeah. also in that band. No, it wasn't. Ivory Coast. Yeah, oh. Carter was the post, post the breakup. Sorry, to me it just is all... All one similar. Let's talk about your band history. <laughs> kiss, that's, kiss, bang, bang. That's not whatever true. it was called. That's for another podcast. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, uh, Kyle Davis, you feeling good about it? I like all the buzz around. What do you think he's gonna do first? Like, is I think he's gonna sign Igor Ojiganov. You think you don't think he's gonna mess with JVR at all? I don't think so. I, I make the Ojiganov joke, but like a couple of people have said it before me, but. I feel the same way is that they just need to increase their right-handed uh, yeah. defensive depth. Uh, so even you've been, if Oj- you've been saying it all year, <laughs> literally all year. So if Ojiganov does come over from Russia, like, you know, we don't know what he is. He's like a 24, 25 year old defenseman yeah. who played fairly well in the KHL. Did they just start looking at him though? No, no, no. They had like a, like a kind of a verbal agreement for over a year. Oh, He's I like one of Zaitsev's buddies apparently from the KHL. Okay. Cause I, yeah, they, they posted about him or did a story about him not too long they ago. They did. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, I like Ojiganov. Like what I've seen of him, I think he could be like a, 
bottom pairing defenseman or even, you know, somebody who's going to take over like a Polak, God fucking willing. Yeah. We, I just, I can't Anybody, do it anymore. Danny, you want to take over for Polak? Like, <laughs> I love how I've had one beer, but I have to drive you home and you guys are just fucking gooning it up. <laughs> that's going to be an edit up for sure. No, no, no. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's we'll take it. We'll take it. I guess, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll take it. Um, so obviously that's like the big news today is Dubis. Obviously yeah. we'll be interested to see what ends up happening there. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with the move. I'm excited about it. All Toronto teams made big moves. For some reason, the Raptors fired Dwayne Casey, coach of the year. Crazy. Yeah, that is honestly crazy. I actually do know more, do know more about that. Yeah, so... I'm going to be honest, guys. This podcast has not been super hockey-centric. Um, I'm here. No, 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 no. It's just, honestly, there's not a lot really to talk about that already yeah. hasn't been talked about. We'll talk about Vegas in a second, I would imagine. Do you want to just get Vegas over over with now? In your new hat? In my new hat, straight from Las Vegas? It's true. Okay, so Vegas beat the Sharks. I honestly have nothing to say about it other than the fact that the Sharks could not stop the offensive threat that no, was the Golden watching Knights. that last game was like it's it's like the Sharks were like an OHL team yeah <laughs> like big up, time up against the 72 Russia team like it was insane. I just yeah it, they were relentless and I honestly don't have too much to say other than the fact that I hope Winnipeg beats them but I do too it'd, it'd be nice to see a Canadian team go on to the finals like Although, but it's weird though, and I was saying this to a few people on on the interwebs today, is that every time I've been so sure that Vegas is going to get stopped, they just plow through. Yeah, well, and they do something, and I've been noticing it these last few series. I didn't pick it up much throughout the season, but there are two guys on the puck all the time. Yeah. Like, so I tried to do this this year when we were coaching, Mm -hmm. is having two guys on the puck at all times. Yeah. Whether you're on offense or whether you're on defense, always having that support system. Yeah. It works sometimes, it didn't. Vegas does it to a T. Mm-hmm. So if they're going in and they have one guy with the puck, there's automatically some guy six to eight feet behind him ready to pick up the puck if he gets stripped, ready for an outlet, ready for support, whatever it is, offense or defense. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a team operate like that. Like they work so, they always play like they're on the power play. Yeah. Like it's mind blowing to watch. Yeah, they're. They had, I don't know. I, I, I'm still shocked I'm that shocked. we're here. It'll be interesting to see what happens. So they're the only team that I've left in my bracket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Winnipeg's the only team that I have. Le- Although, yeah, because I originally had Pittsburgh beating Washington. Yeah, it's hard to remember oh, who I picked. Fool. I know. <laughs> well, I thought that they would go for the three peat, right? But well, that, I don't know. that's when we get back to the narrative, like the three peat Nashville Revenge Cup, Ovi's yeah. first cut. Like there's for me, best case scenario at this point would be Winnipeg versus Washington. Yeah, Line A versus Ovechkin, which is not like a super big storyline. Yeah, but it would be really cool to see those two teams play well, Tampa. I like, like I love Kucherov. I, I love Stamkos. For a Stanley Cup round. I love Braden Point. Like, there's players that I like, but when I watch them, I I don't know what it is. They're an exciting team. It's just I get I I don't, I don't know. think they're excited. They're like they're technically real good. Like, yeah. it's there's no flash or flair to them. Like, even if you look at Stamkos, like Stamkos is just like a textbook like nine and a half out of ten hockey player. Like, yeah. He's, is that true? Flash like they just play good hockey. Kucherov, I think, is pretty flashy. Braden Point's pretty flashy. Anthony Sorelli, I thought played or has played really well. But yeah, largely, I'm just I don't know. I'm kind of in a place now where I just I don't know. I think I'm ready to see Washington go to the finals. Yeah, and well, Ovechkin deserves it. Like yeah, it's, that's kind of where just, I'm at. He at least deserves a conference like title. Like it. Yeah, but the interesting thing about this playoff series and everyone who's listening hopefully knows none of the teams that are in this final four have ever been here before yeah so none of them have been in the conference finals and obviously vegas was nowhere before yeah they weren't even a team this time last year like at least a team that had players and so like there's so much on the line for all of these franchises like it's like this is like the most trailblazing any of these franchises have ever done so it's going to be really interesting to see what comes of all of this. Yep. I uh, I agree with you. Doesn't matter who wins, just have fun. Yeah, as long as we have fun. That's really... Th- yeah, that's good, Danny. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, okay, so 
let's talk about some other stuff just because we got the three boys together. Danny, you wanted to talk about Dwayne Casey? Oh, just how, I mean, I think he outgrew the Raptors for sure. Um, I think it's a mistake to let him go this season as opposed to next season. Yeah. Uh, just because he led them to be the best team in the Eastern. I'm, I mean, apart from LeBron being the best player, the Raptors, hands down, were the best team. Mm. Uh, and it's part and part with uh, Casey being able to like, adapt to the way he's Basically, he's changed his whole game plan in a year. Uh, I don't think it's the right time to let him go, but he's gonna have no problem picking up, being picked up by anyone else. Oh, I, I didn't even lucky to have like it's yeah, like you just lose against LeBron. Like yeah. that's what you yeah. do. Yeah, I like feel like like I don't know very much about basketball, so I'm not yeah. even gonna pretend. But I feel like in any sport, and we can kind of tie this back to hockey in a weird way, is that sometimes you just kind of need a new voice. And if we've gone this far, like, it, it may, maybe, and maybe I'm reaching a little bit here, but maybe they just needed a different voice in the room, even yeah, if they but, feel... But if you think about, like, so we talk a lot about Toronto being this, like, media pit that just blows things so terribly out of proportion. Yeah. And everything. And I, like, the whole LeBronto and, like, like, the media really did the Raptors dirty this, like, it's been, like... 80 years since a team's been swept in like the conference like semifinals and shit yeah. like that like yeah. it's like the Raptors made no friends with the media and like Toronto wrote about Cleveland they didn't write about the Raptors like yeah the, the narrative so, was very yeah no that's true and so I feel like it was such a bad time and like Danny said like you don't drop him now like the fire's not even out yet like yeah let let the wound heal and see what he can do to maybe heal the wound or make it better yeah. rather than cutting him off before anything's even been resolved you know so who do you think from what you guys know could maybe fill in i don't know the world that much to like i was seeing stackhouse's name brought up a lot online i don't know man i i don't know enough to weigh in properly i just know enough like being a Raptors fan, yeah, that 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 was the wrong time to let Casey go. I think it could be interesting, like you know, you're seeing in a lot of sports, former, you know, all stars for a team going and coaching. Like we saw that earlier this week with Rob Brindamore. Oh, no, <laughs> um, I'm petitioning for Muggsy Bogues to be the new oh coach. Uh, of, of I mean, obviously from Space Jam fame, but then also. <laughs> He did play for the Raptors. Wasn't Dennis Leary in that movie? Yeah, I don't... Dude, I don't... No, I have no was idea. He? I don't know. Wasn't Newman in that movie? Newman. Yeah, Newman was. New, yeah, Newman oh, should yeah, be wasn't, the coach. Dennis Leary was his friend at the end, wasn't it? Or no? No, it's Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary was not in this movie. Yeah. Dan, Dennis Leary is the guy from that show Rescue Me, is he not? Bill Murray. Oh, he's, uh, he's the tiger from Ice Age. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. No, that's no, a yeah. Coach Carter. Yeah, yeah. I always get Dennis Leary and Newman. With each <laughs> yeah, they look pretty similar, so yeah. I could see that. Body type. And Bill Murray played the best best part in Space Jam. Yeah, just Michael Jordan's friend. Michael yeah. Jordan's friend. <laughs> I remember Space Jam came out around the time the movie Independence Day came out when I was a kid. And we were still young enough to like ask for toys and shit for Christmas. And I begged, begged my cool aunt, my Aunt Tracy, if she's listening, holla, and I begged her to get me uh, an Independence Day, you know the ship? Oh, yeah. That you could get it as a toy, you know the one. The big one. The big one. Um, big and I was positive, absolutely positive that I got it. You know when you were a kid, you used to like grab the Christmas present and like shake it around a little bit and like kind of weigh it, like, oh, this could be a spaceship. It ended up being Space Jam action figures. Huh. What's wrong with that? I wanted it. I was growing up. I was a growing boy. And my interests were changing. Okay. I liked the Monstars, but I really liked the Aliens. Okay, and Independence Day. And Independence Day. One Fair time, enough. if you remember Beast Wars as a child. Oh, fuck yeah, I remember Beast Dude, yeah. Remember when Cheetor died and became Cheetor Supreme, whatever it was called? <laughs> Cheeto Supreme? Didn't we just yeah. eat a few of those yeah. on the couch? <laughs> those were Cheddar Jalapenos. Oh, sorry. Um, 
they put out an action figure called Cheetor Supreme. Yeah. And I wanted it so fucking bad, and I got a Starfish Transformer for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so oh devastating God. to my psyche. What's the worst gift? That's that why you never progressed in life. <laughs> yeah, I wanted the Cheetah, and they gave me the Starfish. Or sorry, it was a Sunfish. It was a Sunfish Transformer. Oh my God. What's the worst gift you've ever got for... You just heard about it. That's the worst one. <laughs> By far? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to think about it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's a pretty bad one. One time someone gave me a puppet. Like, someone gave me a puppet. <laughs> what kind of puppet? It was a doctor puppet. Someone just thought I was really into puppets. <laughs> you look like somebody who would be really into puppets. Yeah, so I, don't know. I got two strikes. I can't get a third. Oh, that's true. <laughs> heard, heard that. I'm banned from all puppetry. Uh, do you remember the worst gift you ever got? Um... So one Christmas, I think it was my third year, I think it was my third year or fourth year university, um, I had like just come home like the day before Christmas and on Christmas morning everyone's like opening up, like my brother got this big huge like 50 inch TV. That's pretty sick. One of them got like a MacBook, like one, all of them's got like Game Boys and iPods and shit like that. And you got like a pack of king size Benson hedges <laughs> <laughs> no I got Ugg slippers everyone got all of these things and then I found out later that the Ugg slippers were like given to like my dad as a gift and he didn't want them so oh my god threw them in my pile I remember when I was real young do you guys remember the Sega Saturn yeah oh yeah so there one year it was like right after my parents split up that part I remember I was probably like seven or eight and so you got two Christmases that year. Well, and as I've gotten older, it's it's really four Christmases. Your parents are both still together. Here's yeah. the trick with having a, a split <laughs> family. You get gifts from your mom's family. You yeah. get gifts from your dad's family. That's number two. You get gifts from your stepmother's family. Number three. I've had two stepmothers. The new five. one is sick. The old one sucked ass. Okay. And then... <laughs> The <laughs> and then you will get gifts from your stepfather's family. Yeah. So what you're cashing in. Grandparents. Yeah. Oh no, that's God. what I'm saying. Like you cash in literally of- four times. So like, yeah, there may have been things that I missed out on as a kid because my yeah, parents like split joy up. Joy and love and. Yeah, accepted. Christmas foundations. Four Christmases, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Would I give it all up for four Christmases? In a heartbeat, but... <laughs> well, it depends on the quality of the gifts. This is where I'm going. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> so, I open up a box, and I'm so excited because I had asked for a game system to have at my dad's house. We had PlayStation at my mom's house, and at my dad's house, we didn't have anything quite yet. And I open up a gift, and it's a Sega Saturn box. You guys remember the Sega Saturn? Yeah. So sick. And I open it up, and I don't know why I did this as a kid. Maybe one of my parents were like, open it up, open it up. And I opened up the box, and there was no console. It was a pair of pink pajamas. Cool. And I cried <laughs> so hard. There's a video of it somewhere. How old I'm 17? <laughs> no, I was like seven or eight. I'm crying. Whose crying. bed did you shit? I'm going, I'm, I'm like going crazy, like hyper, you know when you cry so much that you're like, <laughs> right. and then my dad's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's upstairs. Those are your, those are your cousin's pajamas. Like he's just trying to put out the fire. Oh my god, I remember that like vividly from when the I was The subway will resume. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So, oh, God bless him. <laughs> but anyways, so that that's kind of a, a, a stupid story. But I did want to tell you guys about this McDonald's story I had today. I'm at uh, McDonald's grabbing food because I wasn't sure what time you were going to get here. And I knew Danny was coming over. So I get what I usually get. Two chicken snack wraps, crispy with ranch. And then I pay the extra 50 cents for barbecue sauce. In the parking lot, I will put the barbecue sauce on it. <laughs> It's good. Why? We were both giving me this fucking face. It just seems like a lot of extra work just to eat a wrap from McDonald's. Okay, but hold on. So anyways, I and I open it up, and I'm at the one here on Dunlop Street, right? And I'm opening it up. I'm putting the barbecue sauce on, and I'm pulling into the, like, the lights on Dunlop to go right and then head to my house. And basically, there's a hole in the wrap. 
Yeah, because it's not a closed system. Yeah, they, they didn't close it. So the ranch well, I mean, sauce you is... opened it up to put the barbecue sauce in. Yeah, but the mostly, other side... It's mostly your fault. But it was <laughs> leaking ranch dressing all over me. I'm <laughs> fucking losing it, right? So then I basically... Like clawed into my hand, backwards hands. Yeah, I backward ha- backwards hands it into my mouth. <laughs> and anyways, I'm out. I guess there was like a concert or something at what's that? What used to be called the Rocks, but I don't know what it's oh, called. Mavericks now. or whatever. Mavericks. And this person in front of me has their four ways on, and I can't get around them. Then I start driving, and they pull out with their four ways on, not signaling, and cut me off. So obviously I slam on my brakes and I go honk and basically in doing this I honked with my hand that had the chicken wrap in it and it went all over my fucking steering wheel (laughs) and all over like the front part of my dashboard and then I basically start cussing at the person like you know anybody normally does and they have road rage. And then it ended up being a younger lady and she turns around and looks at me and I'm fucking yelling and I look at myself in the rear view mirror. I've got ranch all over my face and I didn't know why she was laughing. Like, fuck you. Man. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. Watch open your eyes, whatever. And I've got fucking ranch all over my face. It's all over the steering wheel. So you just had a little happy accident. Yeah, could have been. But anyways, I just thought that that was the most embarrassing thing in the world. No, you'll never see her again. I want to get back to you, both of you guys shaming me for what I get at McDonald's. Are you guys going to act like that's a weird thing to get? It just seems like a lot of work for snack wraps. Okay, so what do you get then? I get like a normal thing. Like, like what? Like a Big Mac. You get a Big Mac. Like With or, what else? Or like four junior chickens and that's it. Yeah. Or like, like a Big Mac with fries and maybe a Diet Coke. Okay, so let's do this. Danny, you're going to... You are like a normal amount of hungry. You're, mm-hmm. You have to get a combo from McDonald's, yeah. from Wendy's, and from Burger King. What do you get at McDonald's? Well, uh, oh, wait. Uh, McDonald's, probably uh, Angus Burger because if yeah. I'm like hungry. Yeah. Uh, regular Angus Burger, fries, Diet Coke. Wendy's. Why'd you get a Diet Coke? Because it tastes better. It tastes better. Um, That's debatable. Wendy's, okay. I'm getting the uh, bacon deluxe burger, the number four. <laughs> with, Fucking love you, dude. <laughs> uh, with fries and a Diet Coke. Okay. Burger King, um, Whopper, fries, Diet Coke. Whopper with cheese? Cheese and bacon, why not? <laughs> uh, but mozzarella sticks on the side. Yeah, of course. Ooh. And then you split them. <laughs> Oh, you crushed them yourself? Bro, you're supposed to share them. <laughs> okay, what do you get? Um, so probably an Angus burger from McDonald's. It's the best one. The combo, large fry, Diet Coke. Yeah, okay. I'm going to Wendy's. I'm getting the uh, spicy chicken Yeah, of course. Combo. That's the right answer. Large it's fry, Diet Coke. Yeah. Yeah, no tomato on the sandwich. Fuck off. Oh, I love tomatoes. Oh, it's fucking so, gross. So it's juvenile. slimy. No, it's not the so slimy. <laughs> Are we talking to Paul right now? <laughs> oh, it's got fucking Play-Doh on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the texture's off. Oh, my <laughs> it's God. Fruit. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking gross, man. Because they're not, like, fucking fresh. They're Actually, gross. That, that's Wendy's motto. It's fresh, yeah. never frozen. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was Wendy's eat fresh. That's well, Subway. Then, Whatever. And then Burger King. I'm just a Whopper combo. I'm, I don't yeah. need a Burger King much. I don't. I don't adventure on Burger King. Okay, here. Yeah. Let me let me give you guys. Yeah. The I have a great side story here. too. Yeah. Okay, McDonald's. If I'm not, if I'm getting a burger, I'm probably. I'm, I'm. Look, you're hungry. What do you order at McDonald's? Uh... I want to say Big Mac, but I'm so much more likely to get a McChicken. Okay. okay. McChicken, <laughs> uh, instead of just a medium fries, poutine. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then probably, uh, I used to get a bottle of water. I don't like fountain pop. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, it's weird. They have Dasani. <laughs> they do have Dasani. Dasani. They got Dasani. It's the shitty water. <laughs> <laughs> and then if I'm going to Wendy's, I'm getting, yeah. Uh, spicy chicken sandwich. Crispy or grilled? Uh, crispy. What do you think I am? Fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, vegan? Yeah. <laughs> and then for... I'll, I just get their normal fries, which I think that they have the best fries. Yeah. Correct. 
okay, whatever. Popeye's fries, infinitely oh, okay. better. Mm. Popeye's is That's a, a whole, stretch. Other, whole nother level. Fast food. Oh. We can make our way to Popeye's. I get, yeah, if I go to Popeye's, I get a five-piece spicy chicken with the biscuit and mm. beans and rice. Why what would you get fried? The beans and rice are the best part. Honestly, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> You've upset me. That's what I get. Well, you can put uh, the beans on the biscuit, but I'll normally get fries on the side. Yeah, yeah I, I don't like Popeye's the fries, fries from Popeye's. Uh, and then if I'm going to Burger King, I'm getting original chicken, Sandy. <laughs> with uh, probably a poutine as well, because that's kind of my move. You can't and call then, it a Sandy than a poutine. A getting a fucking Sandy, bro, with a poutine on the side. <laughs> and then, uh, same idea, matzo sticks. And there I will actually get a Coke. That's the one that doesn't like weird me out that much for the family drink. That's weird because it all comes from the same place. Well, that's what you think. But that's anyway. What, um, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? <laughs> real quick, McDonald's has a new line out called Seriously Chicken. I could get, I could get into that conversation. Uh, and uh, going through a drive-thru late at night uh, a couple nights ago, my drunk girlfriend goes, yeah, I'll have the hilarious chicken. <laughs> 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 <Fucking crushed me. laughs> which which one? The tomato mozzarella ones. Good. I don't even remember. I'll have the, the guacamole. Ones. Just got the seriously, chicken. Oh, the hilarious chicken. They got one that has. Uh, it's like. Uh, it's it's like a coleslaw on it with barbecue sauce. Ooh, I love coleslaw. Yeah. Okay, so what do you get at Popeyes? Now you've intrigued me. It's literally the same order as you, except not fucked up. Spicy though, right? Spicy. Yeah. Biscuit, fries, two barbecue sauce. Yeah. I'm a black and ranch guy, personally. Uh, I mean, if you're not concerned about calories, sure, but. <laughs> this fucking guy. What do you get? Same thing, but I get a side of beans because I put the beans on my biscuit. I'll put my bean in your biscuit, all right. <laughs> all right. Let's. Uh, I gotta go. You gotta go. I yeah, gotta go. we kind of like we talked about hockey a little bit. We should should we, should we pause and wrap up on hockey a bit? Got or? some fun. No, I mean, how long is the episode? We're about an hour. That's a bit part yeah, for the course for us. So just to tie it back into hockey real quick, um, everybody that Chris and I predicted were gonna go on went on, other than Vegas and San Jose. This is true. And so we kind of shifted gears. We th- we said that we thought Washington, this was their year. We thought Tampa was going to smoke Boston. Um, we thought that Nashville and Winnipeg were going to go on. And so, or sorry, we, we both said that Winnipeg were going to go on from the Nashville-Winnipeg series. And then where we differed was the, the Vegas-San Jose. So we were pretty spot on for, like, who we course-corrected to. Yeah, for um, the most part, yeah. And so who's going to the cup round? Let's, uh, let's kind of close off on that. You don't want to close on Danny picking me apart for what I get at Popeyes? I want to save you a bit, bud. All right, thanks, bud. Um, so who do I think goes to the finals and yeah. then who wins? Who goes to the finals, then we'll close it off on who wins after we see who goes to the... Uh, Winnipeg-Washington for me. Winnipeg-Washington? Yeah, as I said, I feel like Winnipeg is so deep, like just so deep. Uh, Washington's getting a lot out of their... Uh, kind of younger, inexperienced players. They used yeah. to be a very deep team, and and they're they're. I would say you're you're getting great performances from, um, you know, John Carlson, future Maple Leaf John Carlson. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Jakob Vrana has been really exciting to watch as well. Uh, but I think for Winnipeg, um, yeah, if we keep seeing the same Dustin Bufflin that we're seeing, if we keep seeing uh, Shifley firing on all cylinders, I, I, I that's that's the way I go. What about you? You know, I'm the same way. I think Bufflin finally deserves at least a shot at some hardware. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, listen, if he plays even three quarters of what he's playing now in the regular season, like, I could honestly see him as a Norris candidate at some point. Absolutely. So. And, like, but, yeah, I, I'd love to see a Canadian team in the cup round. Then we can wear our jerseys. We can wear our jerseys. That's um, true. And as much as I'd like to, like, pin my hat to Vegas, like... I'm going to call them winning, like, just for stubbornness sake, but mm. I don't think they're deserving as a new team coming in. Like, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they do win. I feel like I'm softening up a little bit on Vegas because um, the storyline would be crazy, but... They play, like, insane hockey. And I love Marchessault, like, and I love Colin Miller. Marchessault I mean, plays such a good game, He's game so seven. Good, man. Way to go, Florida. Anywho. Uh, but no, I... 
I'd like to see Winnipeg go on, and I'd like to see Washington go on. Yeah, I well, think that, like you said, that'd be Ovi deserves it. I'm gets. with you, Daniel. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, you just want Washington to win? Yeah. It's my stats. Yeah, no, it is. Well, I think Stat Washington man. would have an easier time against Winnipeg <laughs> than they would Vegas, honestly. Yeah. Like, just given how the two teams, like, pit up against each other, if we want to see an OV Cup, I think Winnipeg's an easier... I feel like Winnipeg is, a he- like, maybe the heaviest team of everybody still in it. Yeah. They can throw their body around a little bit, which I like, especially Buff just, like, manhandling people. It's sick. Anyways, okay. Well, we are going to be back next week. We've got one of two guests who will join us. I think our friend uh, Thomas Williams of the Leafs Nation and Wings Nation will be making an appearance. We miss Thomas. We miss Tom. A lot. Um, In any case, you can listen to Hosers on iTunes and SoundCloud. Feel free to rate and review the podcast on iTunes or leave a comment on SoundCloud. Much appreciated. You can follow Carter and I on Twitter. I am at Penalty Kills, Penalty K I double L double Z. And Carter is at Carter Lupel. Danny, do you want to plug your Twitter and where people can find your. I'm off, I'm off the grid. No, you're not. You can follow <laughs> Danny at Classic Danny W. It's weird that you know it. Uh, it used to be the Mayor Barry. No, it's my Instagram. Oh, his Instagram's the Mayor Has Jeff offered to buy that off you yet? No, I've I was expecting a cease and desist, but I have not got that yet. <laughs> not yet. So operate yeah. as per usual. <laughs> You're honestly not too far away from him now that he's you know city halls just down the street. Well, I know where he is. <laughs> All right, he's coming for. <laughs> On that note, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Danny. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.